nobody is born a racist. It's something that we learned. Well, hello. This is Lana Quest, and welcome to the Quest Show. Before we get started, I am just going to ask my friends, my family, anyone new here, please do what you know I'm going to ask you to do, which is share this podcast, share this episode, um, like, I don't know, uh, download, rate, review, all of those good things. So we're just going to jump right into it today. Um, today we will talk about uh, a few things. We're going to talk about LeBron James. We're going to talk about um, a little history, a black history. And we're going to talk about Dr. Seuss. And I think if we have a little time, we'll talk about some entertainment news because I know you guys love entertainment news. That really isn't entertainment, but hey, <laughs> I'm trying. So um, for the second time, <laughs> LeBron James has been told to stick to sports. I don't know why people think <laughs> that he needs to stick to sports or anyone needs to stick to their occupation and not speak out against injustices. So if you haven't heard, um, there is a soccer player by the name of, forgive me if I mess up his name, because I am, as Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> anyway, apparently uh, this soccer player for, I guess he plays over in Europe, got on an interview and said that LeBron James, well, actually he said he doesn't like when um, people um, start uh, dabbling in politics, and this is not an exact quote, but basically he doesn't like it. Um, if you are an athlete, you should just stick to sports, stick to what you are good at. Um, it's interesting because uh, Ibrahimovic himself a few years ago, I guess he was upset because he said that his um, homeland uh, sports media outlet um, were uh, treated him differently because he did not have um, the Swedish name and he called it an injustice. Um, I don't really know what that means, but it does mean, and my point is that he himself has spoken out about an injustice he felt um, he was undergoing. Like he felt that he was um, being shunned or whatever because he lacked a Swedish name. But here he is telling LeBron James, because he was referring to Le LeBron James in the interview, that he should basically stick to sports. 
That's the second time. Because if you recall, Laura Ingraham, I guess she's some um, political pundit on Fox News, of course, Fox News, um, said that he, LeBron James, should just shut up and dribble. <laughs> so here's a problem with this, people. <laughs> There's so many levels of this, I just don't even know where to start, how to start, how to not to make this <laughs> so uh, big. Uh, let me just say, let, let's go with his response, okay? LeBron James said, um, hey, look at me. I wrote some stuff down. <laughs> LeBron James said, I preach about my people. I preach about equality, social injustice, racism, systemic voter suppression, things that go on in our community. That's it in a nutshell, people. He's black. <laughs> Why wouldn't, like, is the expectation that if someone quote unquote made it, whatever that means, and you are black or brown or, you know, non-white, you don't get to speak about the injustices of your people? Does racism just vanish when you've quote unquote made it? If you have millions and millions in the bank, there's no more racism? Is, is that what it, people are saying? Like, is that what Laura Ingraham thinks? Is that what uh, Ibrahimovich thinks? It's just gone? Because if you recall, LeBron James actually had the N-word written on his mansion. So apparently, he's not exempt from racism because he makes millions of dollars. Because he is a celebrity. That's not a thing, people. You can't erase the color of your skin with money. It doesn't go away. Do you know how many athletes have gotten stopped by the police? Sterling was tasered by police, probably because they didn't know who he was. So it doesn't, it's the color of your skin. So stop telling people that they cannot use their platform to speak out about an injustice because his people would be very upset with him. Me, I am his people. If he didn't use his platform for good, if you have fought and scraped and you've made it, you know, he's made it. So he should reach back and talk about injustice to help others make it. LeBron James has a whole school that he opened up for underprivileged children. Gives out free lunches. They get scholarships to college. He's out here doing the damn thing. He's not just, you know, at a mic um, just saying, hey, stop being racist. He's actually doing things to stomp it out, to bring people up. So he's not just an athlete. And he said it. I have 300 students that still live in hard circumstances. I speak out for them because they don't have a voice. So come on, people. Let's, <laughs> you know, things like that doesn't, it just doesn't help. It goes nowhere. It further divides. The more allies we have everywhere, the better this world will be. 
So that's the end of that. Let's just move on along. So let's talk about Dr. Seuss. Um, I have something to say. Dr. Seuss has not been canceled. <laughs> FYI, he's not canceled. Green Eggs and Ham is still on the shelves, along with a lot of his other books that are not savagely racist. <laughs> what? I can't even believe I'm talking about this. Like, what is wrong with people? People are fighting mad, upset, faux outrage, fake outrage, because of six Dr. Seuss books have been removed from the shelves. Y'all out here upset and fighting for the rights of Dr. Seuss's racist books, and you won't fight for the life of black and brown people being brutalized by police. Some police, not all police, but by a lot of the police. That's how backwards and racist this world is. And I just have to laugh because, yo, what's wrong with y'all? Like, literally, what is wrong with y'all? Times have changed. And, and I do know what's wrong because I had this conversation with one of my girlfriends um, the other day. We were talking about it. And I'm just thinking, like, some people are so accustomed to black people and brown people, uh, just marginalized people not speaking out. Just accustomed to it, right? And I'm going to say black people because I'm a black person so I know there's other marginalized groups but I'm gonna stick to my group so you know you're used to black people not speaking out about these things you're used to us just quietly saying well that's the way it is we can't you know make a change you know and of course along the way there were it was the civil rights movement and all these different movements of course right but it's a little different because now we're more, we're even more organized with it, right? And we have allies on our team. So we speak out about everything. So you're not accustomed to it. So it's bothering you. It's bothering you that Aunt Jemima had to be rebranded. It bothers you that Uncle Ben had to be pulled and rebranded. But guess what? It bothered us <laughs> for years and years and years and years. We were bothered. We were uncomfortable with Aunt Jemima. We were uncomfortable with Uncle Ben. We were uncomfortable by these Dr. Seuss books and the things that we were looking at where um, there would be black characters that had big, big lips looking and looking like monkeys. We were uncomfortable. We were uncomfortable going through the safari ride in, um, at, at Disney World where they had uh, the, uh, the, the people of the continent of Africa looking like savages or chasing the poor white people. Those are the things that made us uncomfortable for 
years. For years, we had to look at those statues of slave owners. And you guys are fighting for that? You're fighting to make people uncomfortable because those things are in fact racist. How can a statue be racist? It's what it represents. It's what it depicts. You're fighting for Dr. Seuss. They're just trying to rebrand. That's all. The estate, the publishers, they're like, is this what we want the legacy to be? To have racist books. Children are looking at those books. It has a bad effect on our kids in both ways. You know, so you're teaching non-black or non-marginalized children or white children, let's just say, that this is okay. That's what you're teaching them. Those depictions are okay. And then that gets in their psyche and then you're raising little racist kids. And then on the flip side, the non-white kids are reading and looking at these pictures and it's going into their psyche. It's giving them low self-esteem. It's dangerous, people. We have to do better. We just do. <laughs> oh, boy. So we're just going to segue. We're just keeping a, a segue in here. <laughs> so um, I was talking to another girlfriend um, just a few minutes uh, before um, I sat down to record. And she's doing this great, great uh, thing for her company. Um, you know how companies set up and you have like an intranet that you just go on for the company. And so on her intranet, she is going to, uh, during Black History Month, um, highlight um, important black figures in history. I know as a black person, you're thinking like, okay, well, duh, this it should be done, right? Of course it should be done. But, you know, people are just now waking up. So well, it is what it is. People are just waking up. I think it's a wonderful thing that her company is doing this. I think it's a wonderful thing that she is doing it because she is learning so much, right? Because she is a non-Black person. And, you know, it's opening her eyes to things. And we were um, talking and it just made me think like if it's opening her eyes to things, right? And I'm like, wow, I, I already knew these things. But this is like, you know, things that um, Black people were doing in the 1800s, in the early 1900s, right? She didn't know that this stuff was happening because of history books have been whitewashed. But not only did she not know, but I was thinking like, you know, black folks in the 50s, in the 60s, in the 70s, a lot of us did not know then either. Because it wasn't being taught. And the only that way that we would know was if, you know, our parents did more digging and research. And I remember my mom was one of those parents. I mean, of course, we didn't have the Internet, <laughs> but she bought Encyclopedia Britannica. And, uh, 
And it's going to make me a little emotional because I miss my mom. But she bought those books when we were young. And I remember um, the struggle. <laughs> she had to pay for these books because it was expensive. And they would get mailed to us and she would have to make another payment. And she never complained. It was so important to her to get those books so that we knew another history, right? Not just the history that we're learning in the the classrooms that was whitewashed because all we learned about was maybe Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King. But, you know, the real pioneers back there, and I'm just I'm not going to name them all because I've done it on the show before, like all the inventors, um, all the patents, all the attorneys, the doctors, the, the black nurses, all the firsts back then. And I'm thinking like, imagine Malcolm X, when he was young, wanted to be an attorney. And he told that to his teacher because his teacher in the class was like, what do you want to do when you get older? And all the white kids were like doctors and lawyers and whatever. And when he said lawyer, she laughed at him and said, no, basically you have a garbage man. You make a lot of money there, you know, a blue collar worker. But there were attorneys, right? Because... <laughs> You know, Malcolm X, you're talking about the 50s. There was attorneys in the 1800s. Early 1900s, there were attorneys. But no one knew about that. It was hidden purposely. Black history was whitewashed to undermine our success. And it's a fact, because that was a part of systemic oppression. You, you, you cut our history away from us. You cut, you know, where we come from away from us. Then you just have a people scrambling to figure it out, to overcome so many obstacles. Meanwhile, you have white people that had the head start. I mean, when I look at it, I'm just amazed at where my people have come from. I'm amazed. There are so many firsts. There's so many accomplishments. Scientists, artists, architects, just every field. We've been in those fields for ever. Just for decades. These things aren't new. We've been doing it for decades. But it's just been hidden from hidden from us. So, um, I don't want to keep you guys. <laughs> that is all. Wait, I do have entertainment news. Dun, 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 entertainment news. In today's entertainment news, it was discovered that Donald Trump and Melania Trump got their vaccines, COVID vaccines, back in January. <laughs> I repeat, the people that have been running around telling other people not to wear masks, 
because COVID is fake and people are exaggerating the numbers, ran out and got the COVID vaccine early. Okay, I know. Some will say, well, okay, Lana, duh, it's the president, of course. No, that's not the point. Of course, as the president, he was supposed to get it. Of course he was. But my point is, one, well, I got a couple points. <laughs> he hit it. He didn't tell anyone when he got it, right? I mean, you saw Biden. He got on the TV. He took it. Kamala, vice president, TV, even Pence. Because we want everyone to be vaccinated. That is a thing. Donald Trump and Melania, they hit it. They hit it because that would go against what he's out here preaching. Right? He's trying to sabotage it. He wasn't going to say, yes, I got it. You need to get it too. No, because all along he was using mask to divide the country. You have people in Idaho right now out they went out in front of the state house burning masks. They don't even have a mask mandate, but they're out there burning masks. <laughs> people are still dying from COVID. There is a new variant out there right now. How crazy are you to be running around here burning masks like it's over, like it is done? But Donald Trump caused that. He caused that. But then he went and made sure that he was protected. He made sure that his family was protected, but he's telling his followers not to protect themselves. And, and y'all thought that this was a good president? Like... That is trash. That means that he does not care about Americans. He only cared about his political future. And I know that this was supposed to be entertainment. <laughs> if I laugh, will it be funny and it'll be entertaining? Entertainment? Is that more entertainment? I don't know. I don't keep up with entertainment. Oh, I do have one more entertainment news. Okay. I do. I did hear something this week. Uh, Cardi B deactivated her Twitter account because people were being mean to her because she has not put out another album. Um, this isn't a, a, a bash towards Cardi B because I get it because people on social media are crazy. They think that they own you if you talk to them. Um, on social media and then they start getting mean and evil and crazy so sometimes you do need to shut down from social media you know take a break decompress all that good stuff um, I love you all um, stay safe COVID is a thing it is out there please don't burn your mask uh, ladies you can burn your bras I mean those things suck so you burn bras. Don't burn masks. Burn bras. Anyway, thank you guys for coming. Talk to you later.
Thank you.